Yes, sir. You already know what time it is, man. This is the DSA podcast. We are the Dirt South Affiliate. I'm your boy, Sean. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Teddy. Yes, loud. It's your country cousin, L Boogie, baby. Why is good? And this is the podcast with anything and everything we'll get talked about, discussed, laughed at, picked at, so on, so on, so on. And this is loud. Oh, Joe, Joe, Okay, I don't know what that is, but it's loud. Ocho. Oh, <laughs> eight. And we got to do Eight, baby. Ocho. As always, man. Uh, All right, Ocho Cinco, eight, five. Shout out to everybody on Instagram. Make sure you go check out the hoes. <laughs> we got to run get the visual. We got to run get the visual. Y'all stay tuned. Visual is coming. Because if y'all can see some of these faces, Ted will be giving my ass. Like, ooh. What? <laughs> we got to do the episode for them today. Let's do it. What we got going on? Good topic of today, man, is why are black people ashamed to go to therapy? Hold up, we gotta turn the music down. We want some serious shit. Say that again. Why is the African American community Why the African American community uh, is ashamed of therapy? Mm. Something we all need. Therapy. We all need therapy. I need it, my damn self. But why do why do our people look at it as something that's negative instead of something that's that'll help? Because ah, this is just my opinion. We're so private. I don't want them all in my business. Yeah. I don't know them folk like that. So they feel like it's somebody that's being in your business, but what they refer to realize is the law is involved with this shit. Yeah. I think most client, patient, patient, doctor, conf- uh, confidentiality, confidentiality yeah. type shit. Like, I think it got more to do with African American our community. We associate a therapist with mental problems. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go to a person, like, something's wrong. Yeah, you feel like something's mentally wrong and shit. That's not really the case. And then I think it ties into the whole thing with it being a doctor. As black people, we don't go to the doctor. Right. And then some some folks feel like. Shit. They feel like their therapy is. Childhood. Like, the parents, um, that is true. Because I, I think personally, I should have had a therapist when I was young. Agreed. Because it, it, I grew up in a single-parent home, and that shit weighed on me when I was little. Yeah. Like, when I was little, I used to be like, this shit ain't right. You know, he'd tell you, I used to talk bad on the bed and shit. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a sign to say, hey, be a better person now, ladies and gentlemen. And believe it or not, bro, living in a home with both Parents can actually be a problem as well. Like yeah, people, a lot of people think because you got both, you got mom and dad, dad in the house, that it's all peaches and cream and all. Cause like I, I went through some shit that it fucked with me a little bit, just because of the, the living arrangement, living styles and shit like that. Like See, my childhood trauma was because my dad stayed down the street. Yeah, but like we stay here. Could literally walk to like, it. I literally could walk to my dad's high. Yeah. And, I and still see your high. Exactly. <laughs> I look up the street and see my mama. You feel me? But then no, nobody take me there. No action. But nobody ever asked about that type of shit. Though. You know what I'm saying? Because in the black community, again, we see that somebody say, well, maybe you need to take him to therapy. Ain't nothing wrong with my damn no, child. Ain't gonna take my child over. We never said nothing was wrong. I, I think I also did like I'm reading this thing right here on goodtherapy.com. If anybody want to go look at it, it's a good article. But it also says uh, a lot of African American people don't do therapy because they figure they got a lot of friends and family that they talk to on a regular. A lot of people feel like, to be honest, a lot of people feel like the barbershop and the hair salon. Yeah. Is, but the barbershop was but like therapy for Back in the day, yeah. Because you can go in there and talk about everything. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people just don't talk about it. Like, yeah. 
True. Again, like people are more private. They feel like, you know, I don't want all these folks in my business. But a lot of times, shit, some of the stuff you need to let people in your business. Yeah. Just so you can get the, the, the proper help you need. Cause and a lot of people don't like being triggered. Right. Like other people really telling them about themselves. Right. True. So, what's the advantages of going to therapy? I really can't say having a, a person to listen to you. Like, like unbiased. Somebody who don't know mm, you. Right. Know nothing about you. Right. Just you able to vent to them, and they can kind of not so much tell you what to do, but give you some some, yeah. some things to think about that you probably wouldn't think about on your own. But I mean, I don't like I said. I I know I need some damn therapy. I just never. That was one of the things in my mind. Like ain't nothing wrong with me though. Yeah. It took you know it took a while for me to stop saying that. Like it's not the point of if something is wrong. Like we get that shit from watching TV, dog. Yeah. We see like, on, like when you watch TV, more folks be on therapy because something wrong. Something wrong. wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. not wrong. And it mainly be white people. I don't hear a lot of people say that white folks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just finna say that's white folks. <laughs> white folks. <laughs> I was just finna yeah, say that. Shout out to my white people. <laughs> that's crazy. My time. I think. I do think if we would, if if we would go ahead and get therapy, more of us would be more successful more sooner. Mm-hmm. Then later. Yeah, then later. Okay, that was one thing you say on here. Okay. Like an advantage of therapy is says therapy can help you learn lifelong coping skills. Yeah. And that's something I could use. You know what I'm saying? Like it took it like some people it, it took Especially without therapy it take you a while to learn something. Especially from an entrepreneur standpoint, because you pretty much on your own. And so it's whatever you can learn from somebody, if it's good or bad. Like you, you just gotta one step at a time, that motherfucker. But if you, if you get that counseling, then they can, like you said, they can, you know, they can help put you in a different perspective of okay, well, shit, I can move this way, I can move this way. Yeah. Good way, good segue. It say, it say, there can also change the way. You, it can change how you interact with people in your life. Yeah. In a good way. Mm-hmm. So I, I ain't never knew that. I ain't never think about it like that. Therapy helped me a lot. It, mm-hmm. it really did. It helps you learn more about yourself too. And it also says it can you see, make you feel happier. That's one of the reasons I want to go to therapy. So I can learn more about myself. Because I'm like, I'm fucking thrown off. Just, just really sit here and think about it. I am fucking thrown off. Like, you know one reason why I want to go there? Because I want to um, be able to. Because I'm not an outgoing person. Like right. If I meet somebody, I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> I am. Like if I know you, I'll talk to you all night. But like far me just meeting you, not finna engage I'm not in conversation. And I think granted, I mean, if they come and approach you and have a conversation, you will talk to them. But I'll talk to them, but it won't. But it'll, it'll be, be quick answer. Yeah, yeah. Like quick answer that yeah. I shut down. And, so that, and see, that's why we different. Yeah, I'm the same way. But if you approach me and start talking, I'm gonna engage. I'm not, I just don't engage. It just, well, it just depends on the topic. But the weird thing is, I'm alone. Like I'd rather be alone. I prefer to be alone. But I consider I can. I'm. I like being around. I'm saying I'm living to both because I can also be around people. Like I like being around people as well, especially if the vibe is if we vibing. I love that shit. I'm alone. So like it's it's. Like it take a couple of shots. It just depending on the vibe. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to get me to open up, it's going to take a couple of shots. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And even with them shots, I ain't... Still going to be yeah. reserved about it. Yeah, I ain't going to say you get lot. You'll get more of my silliness. So, I'm going to make you laugh. I might say some shit to make you laugh, but... That, that'd be a reason why That's I'm the clowning part. But other than that, yeah, I'm more, I'm more reserved. Like, I would rather go sit by the side of a lake and just be by myself. When you say it like that, it sounds like you need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said in the beginning, I know I need therapy. <laughs> he didn't deny. I ain't deny that shit. I know I'm told the fuck off. I like being around people, but I got my time limit. 
Yeah, like after a while. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. I'm going to y'all later. Like, on. I went out yesterday. And after my uncle's going back out next Sunday. But if it wasn't for my friend's birthday, it would probably be another month before I go out. And it's like that even when I'm with my friends, I can talk to all of my friends, but I'm usually gonna be the friend that gonna I'll be quiet and let everybody else talk. You know what I'm saying? Until they come back around to me. This nigga lying like a motherfucker. Cause when he with us, he one of the loudest niggas in the group. No, I ain't tell you. He is the loudest person. It just depends on who you are. He is the loudest person. I know I'm the I've always Yeah. So I probably talk more when I'm around other people. Like, this nigga one of the silliest motherfuckers in the group when we developed it. Don't let Man, silly and being loud. I'm the loudest. I've always been the loudest. Like, ain't nowhere around that. I take that. But this nigga ain't no quiet whisperer. No, but I'm saying, like, like, if all of us, all our friends go, right? They'll talk more than I will. I'll bust a couple jokes just because I like to see them laugh. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it ain't gonna be a whole bunch of just me talking, 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 talking. No, I ain't gonna do all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am not gonna do all that. Uh, that shit is not gonna happen. Like, I can give you a rundown of how every one of my partners is. He's the loudest. Novak would probably be the dumbest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I so hope Novak don't listen to the episode. D would, D, D, D would be the more sincere type person until you get on his nerve, then he'll cuss you out. You know what I'm saying? He'll cuss your ass out. Yeah. Quick. Like, I know the role I play in my crew. What about, you know what I'm saying? What about Beezer? He a little more, he, he, he the wild card, like, you don't know what you're going to quite get out of that person, because one day he be like this, one day he like that, Joe. But I know my Sorry, role, baby. he going to smoke with me, so I know his role. My role is to bust jokes, get <laughs> nigga laughing, get everybody <laughs> laughing in the window, you feel me? <laughs> I think we all like that, though, as a group, though, like, shit, we all bust jokes different, right? Like, I got to select few of my friends that I pull to the side and talk some serious ass shit to. Like, I ain't going to do that with all of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I pull him to the side and be like, man, I'm going through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's be one or two people. I want to yeah, be able to. We got a circle, but then we got a core with it. See, I want to go there so I can go meet people and be able to engage in conversation. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it, ain't, it ain't like I can't follow a conversation. And it just I just ain't got the will to talk to motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it hard to say. <laughs> After a while, I, guess, I just be like, I, I guess with me because of the the jobs I've had lately, it's I mean it's customer service. So you meet new people. Meet new yeah. people. So now it's become more comfortable for me. Now he'll even tell you that. Like back in the day, I was a quiet person. Like if I wasn't, if I wasn't with them, no, nah, I'm saying like we go somewhere and. We in a in an environment we not familiar with. Shit, most of all of us ain't finna say shit. Like we observe first. Like we just sit back and chill. Now once we get comfortable, you'll see a little bit, but you still ain't gonna get too much because we're in an unfamiliar area. But now if just us, yeah, I'm the loudest one. Granted, I take that. But at the same time, I can be the quietest one too. I do want. I want to go to therapy so it ain't. Not all yours. I don't know if I'm bad I ain't. Tell you, you just, you, you the quietest, but it seems like you the wildest too, cause. Yeah. Y'all had to come back with war wounds and shit. I mean, just be going on. Shit. Just be going on through there. I can't say when I do go on vacation, yeah. I, I am a talkative person. I do. You need, because you just vacation. Yeah. Y'all, I vacation. See, I can't, <laughs> I can't do that on vacation. Like, I can't. I, I'm the first to be the first shot in the morning. Okay, I'm let's do it. Right. <laughs> Well, you and my wife will go hand in hand. <laughs> All you have to do is knock on the door. I'm putting my slides on. <laughs> See? Hey, uh, hold on, Ted. I'm grabbing my slides. <laughs> Matter of fact, check on the order mine. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, go ahead. Go your drink. Yeah, I'm, I'm a recluse. I like like yeah. I like hanging out with my friend, but I'm just happy being in a room yeah. by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like that with my kid though. I love my kid, but I'd rather be 
Just yeah. sitting by myself yeah. so I can kind of think and get my thoughts together. Yeah, I, said shit. I can't do that when I'm around from I said, yeah, bro. And then I don't like being in a big crowd. That's what I need to go there, everybody. I get nervous when I'm in a crowd. I get nervous because it's soft. If I'm in there. <laughs> like, it, it, like, if we go to a club and shit, right? I'll go and I'll have a good time, but I'm always like. Looking around, trying uh, to. you gotta pick a spot. You gotta pick a spot that you gonna stay in. So you always shout out, shout out the club front. We were always ten feet from the bar, and we were ten feet from the bar. We, all we knew, all we gotta do is go left. We head to the front. Yeah, though. see, I'm like, like we were not. Only time we left that spot, cause we had to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. which was across the club. Yeah, see, I get nervous. Ain't no non-stop right. movement right now. <laughs> I wanted that consider anxiety though. Cause like if I'm in a crowd of people, I get nervous. I just it might not be nothing happening, but I feel that shit and I be like, oh, some shit about to go down and ain't nothing happening. Everybody just having a good time. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just sitting on like a nervous wreck. About to put yourself in a panic attack. Yeah, that's that's a boom anxiety. Uh huh. That's what that is. What I got? They go there. They prescribe weed for that. <laughs> they might. Therapists can prescribe weed, can't they? They might. Yeah. I need to go there if I'm booking me a session. ASAP. Yeah, that was, that's that's one of the, um, not so much a goal, but one of my to-do list this year, though. Before this year's out. What you waiting go on? Go see a therapist. What you waiting on? Go do it. Yeah, that shit ain't free. Ain't no better time than now. I ain't. <laughs> that shit ain't free. <laughs> And see what don't, motherfucker take the insurance. Yeah. I was just gonna say, don't. I was gonna say, don't most therapists take insurance though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Might have a little hint of that. I ain't see, that, that was another thing I was waiting on too, because we had just changed over insurance and stuff, so you know, had to wait all that clear out. Man. So, oh yeah, I'm doing all kind of shit. This shit before I, before I hit forty. You got long, bro. I'm doing health. I'm doing skincare. Going to have June. June 10th, oh, God damn it. You ain't got long, bro. I know. I, don't, I mean, I don't need y'all to keep reminding me. I mean, I, you I'm ain't got long. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't far behind me, nigga. <laughs> what are you talking? Farther than you. Exactly <laughs> two months and two days. Get that before I will. That's true. I pray I do. That's one thing I can say. I pray I do every year. Get that before you do. And then you come right on behind me. I'm just gonna claim I'm 39 for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. Really? I'm gonna be six some years old. Like, How old are you? I'm 39. <laughs> 39. Can't wait to say that shit. I'm embracing the air like I don't want to mind. you is 73. I'm embracing it. I look, I look at my granddaddy, man. My granddad is 84 years old and retired three times and still working full time. Still working full time. Cleaning uh, business offices and like bank offices and doctor offices and stuff. Like, still working full time, bro. Like, man, I want those jeans. I ain't trying to keep working like that. But the ability, but the ability to keep to keep going like that, and I'm talking about drive himself everywhere, like as if he's in his twenties, thirties. Like you feel me? Like, I want all of that, bro. I, I think another reason why people don't go to therapy is because we ain't never had nobody introduce that to us. True. True. I can say all of my friends, yeah. the one that was like Richard. Uh-huh. I would say they had therapy at a young age. Mm. That makes sense. So were they born into the world? Yes. And just grew and grew up and so yeah, that, I mean, that's that's not so much to say that's a given, but in that type of lifestyle, you know, you because you're, you're nine times out of ten, your parents are already going through counseling been going to counseling yeah. so they're going to automatically well it's going to put little Judy in it just to would keep you straight would you consider marriage counseling would I consider marriage counseling I did marriage counseling yo you did yeah yeah me and my wife we did marriage counseling okay. I would actually suggest it bro marriage counseling yeah like you cause you 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 pretty much 
think they if got you, the same stigma that just a regular person going like people assume you gotta have problems in your marriage. Yeah, no, bro, because the thing about it, bro, I feel like it would help. It, it does it really because does. it's like if you don't. If you don't get marriage counseling, you going into this bitch blindfolded. Now we did do the pre counseling, like before we got married. Yeah, that's marriage counseling. Like we went through, but that was just so short. You know what I'm saying? It only lasted well, it until depend, we got married. It all depends on who's doing it too and what they well, going over. Well, the pastor wasn't unless we did. No, I'm saying what? No, 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 no. No, what I'm saying is, and what they go over in. Premarital counseling because okay. everybody everybody yeah. go over diff, like yeah. some pastors don't hit certain things and then you got some pastors that hit everything you know what I'm saying yeah. so like for instance my daddy who married us this motherfucker still going back in his book chain adding stuff and take taking well, stuff been, out and, I done been around you know what I'm saying so doing yeah so like it's needed. To be honest, like if anybody finna get married, I would suggest yes, go to premarital counseling, like get that shit because what it does is when you do hit certain situations in the marriage, you know how to tackle that motherfucker, yeah. even though you don't realize it. But it just it becomes like second nature to you, like you don't even have to process that shit. Like y'all automatically go into working that shit out. Cause like we've like I know we've been married not that long going into five years, but we've hit some situations to the point we was like, hold on. But because we knew how to tackle it, move right on through that motherfucker like it never happened. And it you can tell it made the marriage better. Like it made it makes you and your spouse better, and you can see that shit. And so, but of course, within marriage, you still gonna get hit with stuff. So, and that's why I say counseling is helpful because you gonna keep getting hit with stuff. So you gotta know how to. And the number one thing with marriage, bro, everybody keep you know they want how to trust and love. No, it's communication. That's all it is. Yeah, that's yeah. all it boils down to, bro. That the communication line stays wide open to any and everything. Everything else will fall in place. That the, I did learn in the trust, the loyalty, like everything else will fall in place because you have no boundaries of what we talk about, good or bad, great or worse. Well, black folks, you hear right here. Let's all make it uh, objective about to go get some type of therapy. Go get some therapy, man. I do too. And I want somebody to feel No, fuck that. I do the tweet, Ted. I'm with you on that. I feel it. I want to do Let me know. I feel it. I just want to see will it work on me. Yeah, I don't think it will work on me. I don't think it will work. I want to know what I say. I really do. I want them to ask me specific questions. But you know, they say that shit don't work on everybody. Yeah. Like, some people, it just it can't break through them. So, you're looking at that like this. You, when you going to do it? Yeah. What? So, what I'm supposed to do? I need to drop my head? Or what I need to do? I'm going to say, go sleep. Go okay. drop. I need to do this? Come on, like this? Yeah, you're going to drop. Am I sleep yet? <laughs> Tell it me. Am I sleep yet? Pitch me. Pitch me. See if I'm. Still not here. Damn. That's tough. That's tough. But yeah, we all need to make some kind of appointment. Get some kind of therapy. Get Yo, man, go get some of that therapy, though, for real. Yeah, you got go another, get it. We got another juicy topic that we touched on on our last episode. We're gonna touch on. We're gonna touch on a little bit because we ain't got too long. But we, we we may have to drag this out just a little bit. Just but yeah, we're gonna talk about it just a little bit. Oh, should we or should we not go back to being segregated? And in a sense, part of me feel like we should. From a black Wall Street standpoint. From that perspective, I feel like we should be segregated. And that's not to say we're not. And that's not to say, you know, we don't have to just shop. We don't have to shop with the white people. What I'm saying is, I feel like we should majority shop with us first. Yeah. Yeah, I before the money goes outside See if you can the community, find it, with us before you find it within yeah. us first. Do what you can to find it within us first. I feel like it is swing 
kind of sort of towards that way now. It's why you say that? Because more people are buying buying black. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. And the only but who 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 is the crowd that's doing it? Because you got there's a crowd it's, that it's probably a younger crowd. Nah, the younger crowd is the young the younger crowd is it's more of our crowd, yeah, our generation. I call us young guys. I didn't say we old. Man. Shit. We, yeah, I feel we like wise. More, yeah, we wise. wise. Yeah. And, and when I say I think we are real, because I look at how we grew up, like the neighborhood I grew up in, it was one white dude. Grew, I grew up in the Regency. There wasn't a lot of white folks. <coughs> Want a lot of white people on board, bro. Want a lot of white people in sunshine. Want a lot of white people in here tonight. Go over there to Spring Hill. Damn sure ain't a lot of white people over there. So I, I, that's why I say I feel like we were already segregated because the neighborhood we lived in was separated. My neighborhood didn't look like College Street. You know what I'm saying? And then when, but it looked, but when it you looked go like college, my neighborhood. And your neighborhood, your neighborhood was majority black. But when well, I was younger, we had one, two white people. So that's why I said I feel like we were already segregated by how we were living. Like when you go to a neighbor, when like I said, when you go to my neighborhood, yeah, everything it was across, all black. Everything across the railroad track on Sixth Street side was predominantly white. You know what I'm that saying? Once you go across that Sixth Street yeah. bridge and all that shit, yeah. all that over there behind Taylor Street was majority all white. But if you if you look at it, bro, and how they had it set up. They had us on the inside within the city and yeah. right and right down on the county line. I feel like that's everywhere though. Yeah. With how it was in Nashville too. Yeah. Like, they have most of the blacks in the city. In the city. Yeah. And like you may have some on the on the, the outskirts mm-hmm. of the city, but the like on the line of the city and the county, about like us, right. in my neighborhood. Like that Cause was, what I didn't understand growing up, growing up over there on the south side, right? It was predominantly black, but the stores and two main grocery stores or whatever were white owned. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like we had one <coughs> store and a laundromat on Boro that were owned by black people, but that's just one. Yep. And that store was a small ass little bitty store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Compared to Haddocks and all that shit, they had like groceries in there that were white owned. And I always looked at them like, huh? How come it white folk that own? The stores in the black neighborhood. And then when you go to the white neighborhood, they also own they the also stores, own in, the stores the in the white neighborhood. Yeah. So that's why I but say if I you look like at it now, it. it's the Indians. Yeah. True. But they, they got the gas stations. They got, and they got the little convenience yeah. stores. And the, uh, and the stores. And the liquor stores. But that's why I was saying I feel like we were already segregated. Because my neighborhoods, yeah. Yeah. like I didn't see white people until I went to school. You know what I'm saying? Like when I got up in the morning to school, that's when I saw white people. Yeah. I didn't true. see them walking around. I had one white friend growing up. So, what you say is every race was segregated, right? With black people, right? If we just fought with them. I think we would. I think we would. It's been proven that. Because, it's been proven that. Because one, the mindset of blacks would be different. It wouldn't be so much of a dog eat dog, me, me, my, my, I, I, because we would have been brought up into that shit. We would have been brought up into the fact that you go support that black man by buying from his business. You go support that black woman by by buying from her business. So we would have been trained up that way. So it's instilled in us. So I feel like that's part, that's part of what went on too. What was instilled in us. Yeah. Because I remember when I was young, you know, when we go to Atlanta, I remember being in, like, all black neighborhoods where they had, like, grocery stores. Go off into, a, go off into a bodega and it's black owned. I remember that, but you, I can go to that same neighborhood now in Atlanta. And, and it's gentrified like totally a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we probably would. We'd be a whole lot better. Because yeah, if you think like, about it, when we were... Like, I go back to Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Harlem, New York, even Chicago. Like, these are cities where the blacks ran these motherfuckers. They were thriving. Thriving like hell. Like, motherfuckers were coming to us 
for we need this, we need that, whether it was from the pharmacy, from the grocery store, like, we were running all that shit, bro. And, you saw what they did. <clears throat> and that's what I don't understand. Like, bro, we ain't bothering y'all. Right. We ain't bothering y'all. We weren't bothering them. And we, we ain't have nothing to we get were y'all. They pockets. Pockets, yeah. That's what we were bothering. Because they were like, man, that community is thriving, but we need them to come buy that stuff from us. And that's why they did what they did. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, I think, I don't, I don't agree with segregation, but I do believe. Yeah. We would be a lot better if we were buying within our own community. Yeah. Now, like I said, when you say segregation, first I mean, thing popping mind is racism. Yeah. If you think about it right now, we are the number one, no matter what say, supplier. We're a consumer. Every damn thing. Yeah. I can't say that. Why do I people on the but. weed shop? <laughs> Where the fuck is they getting these weeds? Who are trying? No, who, how are they making these weeds? China. They don't show you. Yeah, they getting all the, they get they have from China and India. But, they will show you how they make it in everything. So they hand make the weed. Yeah. But I, I saw, I That's saw crazy. something, I saw something where, um, they were asking the Chinese dude why, why, like the dude was selling like bundles mm-hmm. into the weed shop. And he was offering the guy a lower price than what he was getting them from. And he, the Chinese dude was turning them down. He kept turning them down. And one day he went in and asked him, hey, I'm offering you a better deal than what you're getting. Why won't you do it? And the Chinese man simply told him, because I'd rather buy it from my own people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, I, he yeah, don't care. Yeah, he, he don't care they about the deal. He They'll take yours. Yeah. But when it comes to spending theirs, they spend it with their own. Because if you think about it, it's rarely you go out and you see a Chinese out. True. Out and about. True. Right. Unless you right. see a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, rather, you don't see them at Albee. Mm-hmm. That was the dude said he said it ain't about the pride that you want to keep it. That's crazy. And I thought that was I thought it was weird, but I also thought it was pretty dope. I'm gonna tell you why we can't do it. Because when we do get the businesses going, we come in the game greedy. Because we feel like we don't put in all this work. Nobody helped me do it. Or if somebody did, it's only a few. So, I don't care. I'm doing it this way. These are my prices. Okay, that's fine. They can be your prices, but the quality of that shit got to match your prices. True. No matter what it is. I think most... When I see somebody bashing a black business, it's their customer service. Yeah, yeah. The customer service sucks. Yeah. But I think I think a lot of black businesses be like that because all they get... All, as a you a black business owner, right? So hmm, a black person who owned a business had to fight so hard to get that shit off the ground they sell. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where that mentality mentality come from when you say greedy. Because shit we had to do so goddamn much just to get this shit off the ground by ourselves. But the next the next man had to do the same thing. Compared to a white man who didn't have to go through it much, though. Mm, some of them did. Like, Cause you gotta some think, dude, they start, although they started years and years and years ago, they still had to go through that process. I can say, me being a black business, I'm having a black business, black business. Um, the number one question I get asked, like, I don't mind helping people. I don't mind helping, but you gotta help yourself. Right. But people ask me, like, how do I do this, 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 and this? And I tell them, like, have you researched first? They don't even research you. They automatically want like, right. information. They want you to give them the blueprint. Instead they of... automatically want you to, like, give yeah. them, like, lay it out for them. Now, that, like, that's understandable. That's understandable. Yeah, you need to put some work in. It's different if you word your question different and you come, like, I come to you and where did you go to research because I may not know that and I'm trying you know what I'm saying like I'm trying to research so where did you start looking to kind of give me like a starting point a direction you know what I'm saying lead me to where I need to be going I can do the rest 
that's that's that I think that's where the people get it mixed up. Like they had a handout, and it just it's that won't 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 tell me instead of show me. <laughs> I feel like another problem is as black on being on right. We always expect for somebody to want a discount. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we expect for our people to be like, hey man, why don't you drop that pride down? And it ain't always like that. It ain't always like that, but I can't say having the smoke shop and you know I I got a lot of different people coming in though, right? But I can't say, but mostly not black people asking for a discount. Really? Mm. Mm. Damn. I mean, cause we will support. If you think about it, I mean, we'll we support. Did. I mean, we grew up like that though. But we grew up knowing to support black yeah. business. My mama always took me to a black business. Mm-hmm. Like I remember growing up, we remember when Stan had the little clothing shop. Yeah, that's where I got all my clothes. Like my mama stayed. Stayed. And I got all my clothes. Everything, all my clothes. So I learned then to shop with black. Shop with the black people. You know what I'm saying? But the younger generation, they don't know shit about that. Yeah. They just want that designer shit. They rather go spend the money with the big designer company instead of finding a black owned company that can give you the same quality. And having more money to last. And it'll be cheaper. But they like, don't see it. Spending like $600 on a t-shirt. Right. Bruh, Bruh, I come would on. never spend $600 on nothing I got to put on my body. $600 on a t-shirt? You buy your goddamn self right there. I'm not spending dollars The only time I do it with some shoes or it'll be some dress shoes. It'll be some But it's not finna be no tennis shoes. But like some like some, some dope ass dress shoes, some the dope ass like some dope ass stasis and some shit. Hell yeah, you count me in. Like, <clears throat> I done spent four twenty six, four twenty five on some dress shoes. The most I spent on shoes. Like and I did two pounds because I brought my brother. I brought my I bought my brother pounds. Two sixty. It ain't bad. Like boots style though, like combat boots style. Like that. Mm. I can't do it. Still got them though, though. Yeah, yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably still look down there new hell. But that's between our generation. Like I said, we were, we were, we were taught to buy black. Bro, the, the, the quality and the customer service is what's hurting the black business right how do you change that? The owners have to change that shit. First of all, you gotta start hiring people off of I know them, uh, grew up with them. Because uh, those people don't have your best interest at heart. They just working because they know your face. This my boy, he gonna let me get a check. So I'm gonna go here get a check. I ain't gonna take this shit serious. And that's why the mix up is that. Like the people you're hiring for your business, you got a different vision than they do. You gotta hire somebody who has your best interest at heart. Cause then you'll then you'll start to see the quality of your work. It is it nah, it's not hard. It's not, bro, because uh Chick-fil-A been booming. It just how about you how you treat your workers. Exactly, bro. Treat your work like shit. Hey, what you think they gonna do their business? Hello? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do a damn thing, Teddy. So weird. So I mean, that's that's something else you have to think about, bro. Like, I don't know, man. The black business got, I, and I want to see all black businesses successful, yeah, bro. Like, but at the same time, bro, like, you gotta you gotta wake up, man. Like, and you gotta stop chasing the money. Break that down. What you mean, stop chasing the money? Because there comes a point stop when you say I'm always on paper. No, nah, there, there comes a point when you <laughs> when you start. I gotta get it. And see, that's what people got. That's what people got it mixed up. At. It shouldn't be on the paper chase in the beginning. You start a business, your first three to five years, yeah, you chasing that bread. Yeah, because you just a start. You got to get it. But once you once you get year five to seven, five to ten, that money should be chasing you. That money should be chasing you to where, yeah, you still working hard, but you working hard in in different avenues of the business now. Not working hard and trying to get this bitch up and running. It's a different type of work hard. 
And that ain't even really work hard because your 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 schedule and your load is lightened by the end. I also think we gotta teach black people, well not teach, but kind of put it in their head on how to spend money. Because I mean, why? Yeah. Like you can go to this big company that got whatever it is you want, but if you just take the time to look, you'll find that same object or whatever it is in a black company. That's you, just gotta look, you just gotta look hard. I'm, I'm, look I'm number one in it because when I was younger, well, I love jewelry, cash, and anything fast. You feel me? He is not lying. I ain't. I used to like gold watches and big ass gold chain. I used to love that type of shit when I was he's young. It. But as I got older, I was like, nah. Okay, he was I'm the reason I cared, July. I wouldn't even never be on shit like that. Really? I wouldn't be on shit. But see, I grew up with it because my, my mama loved jewelry. So I always saw my mama with high gold chain and shit. So in my head, I would always think when I was younger, well, I got to have a better gold rope. And I had like three of them bitches on. You know what I'm saying? Big shiny ass watch. I had one little thing stud, necklace on. Stud earring. Like I am today, I don't spend money on jewelry because I lose it as a child. Yeah, see, that was another thing. Right now, but see, when I, I keep up with that shit. When I got older, I realized, okay, you just need one chain, maybe two chains. Or, I knew I didn't need it when I need a watch. One watch. <laughs> Mama bought me a gold nugget ring. I sold it in kindergarten for five cents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then when I knew I didn't need shit. <laughs> I remember I was young. Five cents and some bubble gum. I remember I was young. My mom bought me a Superman <laughs> pinky ring. This Jerry ain't worth Lost shit. <laughs> Yeah, she bought me a nice, it was like a Superman pinky ring. It was beautiful. It had the little diamonds and shit in it. I lost that shit in four days, man. That shit was gone. Yeah, beautiful. She whooped my head off. I had to go back to the school and get it. We all lost a ring. I'm gonna bought me one. Lost the hell out of that bitch. What? A ring. I've never been able to keep shit like pinky that. Pinky ring? I don't know what the fuck my wedding ring is. I know what mine is. <laughs> I know what mine is locked up in the safe. I don't know what my shit is. I had it on one day and then the next day I was just like, who the hell my ring is? Can't, can't keep shit up on my it. hand. That shit uncomfortable to me. Like anything on my hand, I'm going to lose. Now if I can lock it on my wrist, put it on my neck. Around my neck, on my hand, around my foot. It don't matter. But I learned now, like, I, I still like jewelry. But if I'm gonna buy it, I wanna go somewhere where it's a black owned jewelry. You know what I'm saying? Like if my, I can learn it black owned, you, know, you don't. You gotta my, look them my up. My jewelry yeah. collection now is a Shaq collection. Like Shaq got a dope jewelry. Like, like the, the, the yeah, he got a dope. Like my my wedding ring, my necklace, and my bracelet is all from Shaq line. Like the chains Shit's I got. Dope. The chains I got now, I bought from a black jewelry. Yeah. I looked it up. Uh, Cause I was at him, I'm like, I'm gonna be a chain, but I wasn't gonna just go to the jewelry store. Cause I know nine times ten, I'm paying more than what that chain really worth. You know what I'm saying? But you go, I found a black jewel. I, I got it. I found them, and the exact chain I wanted, it was probably a hundred, hundred and twenty dollars less than what they were selling it for in one of those big jewelry chains. You know what I'm saying? So I, I look at stuff like that. Damn it, damn it, Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you buy black, buy black, support black. But and and buying black Jordans who, don't count, goddamn it. The black who is <coughs> selling it, <laughs> that shit don't count. <coughs> make sure your shit is on point, like for real. Your customer service, if you have employees, yeah, yeah, your product, no matter what it is you selling, I, whether it's Hell, jewelry, whether it's shit, socks, clothes, hats, food, like, well, no matter what it is, like, make sure your shit is on point, man. Like, we really do want to support y'all, bro. Like, but at the same time, I ain't finna go to no white restaurant if they fucking up. So, what make you think I'm finna come to you if you keep fucking up? You're gonna get the same treatment they get. But I don't want to give you that treatment. But, I'm hey, liable to have food for Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a pad call. Alright now. Then my first time. Alright now. Right. Get this shit right and I come back. Now I come back when I come back. Cause you got me pissed off right now. <laughs> so 
So yeah, get that shit together, man. Yeah, man, that was, that was a good conversation right there, man. Really was Segregation. Segregation. I ain't with it, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. Not coming. from a racist standpoint, just, you know, from what we I need to do. From what we need to do more within us. That hey, you think everybody it, else is already doing. You think it would have been the white culture, if the black Indian people would have came up with segregation? Because, you know, that's some shit white folks came up with. Yeah, that shit, be, that shit would still be going on right now. Yeah. I think that shit would still, still be going on right now, but in a better way. In a better way. Yeah, because they came up with that shit. To where they, they still did. successful, but we successful as well. Yeah. And we actually know how to cope with each other. I mean, I like white people. Now, you still got, you know, you still don't <laughs> have right. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, shout out to our brother Jason, you know. He's but, not white. Uh, He's yeah, just he, he's, he truly is a black man stuck in the white. You know what it is? Like for real, Taylor. Like dead he ass. got a black soul. Now, white, boy, white, white boy, white boy, Mike. He he a white boy. Yeah, white Mike. He got a little black in him. Jason. Straight black. Yeah. Yeah. I'm he, just gonna put it on out there. That's a nigga. Yeah. I'm just gonna put it out there. He just got white skin. And he got white parents. And got white parents. But you it, even think the daddy should have been black. Like, no, no. I just fucking with you. That is a white man. <laughs> I went over Jason High one time, and his dad was sitting on the sofa in his drawer watching NASCAR. That's a white man. <laughs> and he wouldn't even bother about us walking Right. <laughs> just chilling. That's a white man. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's some white folks shit. Jason, <laughs> Yeah, Jason just straight up black. Like, like, he, I, I've known that dude like, since. His demeanor, like everything. Twelve, and yeah. he's always just been the exact same way. You you couldn't even tell that he come from a white. You would you would have thought he was adopted by black people. You would have thought he like, grew up in our grew up neighborhood. In a black neighborhood. Yeah. but he grew yeah. out he grew up out there in the sticks. In the country, oh, really? where we yeah. at, that where I'm at now. Yeah, he grew up out there in the sticks, but you would have yeah. thought he grew up in what our else? neighborhood because it just yeah, it's yeah. just second nature to him though. Yeah, because all he done, all he know is hanging around us. Yeah, who he married to? Black woman. Yeah, <laughs> like he wouldn't have no other way. So yeah, he 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 a different yeah. case. He he get the. I don't know if I'm gonna give you a pass, Jason. But I will jump on your ass. Motherfucker crazy, bro. Hey, my brother. Yeah, but yeah, man. Good conversation we had, man. By the time we get get into these social media. Yes, Jesus. God bless you. Teddy, give him the rundown. Uh oh, God bless you. You can find Teddy Smoke Shop at Teddy underscore smoke underscore shop. That's on Instagram. And then what? And body honey by Teddy and body dot honey dot by Teddy. And then what? And then what? She on her shit this week. She on her shit this week, why? Hey man, as always, catch us at the DSA Podcast on Instagram. Follow, leave comments. We all we do all that. Hit me up at showsboy eighty two on Instagram. And yeah, give them a rundown. Yes, Lord. One time for the missions with the slew foots and the bunions. I love you. Um, it's your country cousin L Boogie, man. Comedian L Boogie, Facebook, IG, Twitter. I ain't gonna do it this week. Y'all got mad with me last week, so. I ain't mad with you. Well, fuck it. Do what? Ask your elbows and wet areolas, baby. Let's do I it. I just wanna know why you gotta be wet. <laughs> oh, you all, all right. in, you all in them bitches. Put them all on them, they wet, right? Why would you wanna oil titties, though? Right. Put the baby oil on them. What you talking about? Why not? No Get ready to play with them. I don't want no wet titties hitting then that shit yeah. rub off on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two oily ass people. Hell no. Shit, now I got to clean this shit up. You told yeah. me to be oily. <laughs> like, like, you see them on TV when they be putting baby oil all on them. I'm like, now who going to clean this shit up? Your sheets are all ain't fucked doing up. doing that much, bro. I just want it wet enough to shine. It and what, hold, hold, I ain't even putting all on the whole ticket. I'm just putting right down the area. I might just take my finger and do like that. Just to, nah, okay. Come out. Anyway. Yeah, hey, as always, man, make sure y'all go check out the playlist <laughs> on Spotify playlist? and Podcast. No, check out the DSA Podcast Season 3 playlist. Oh. Check out the Teddy Fit Vibe playlist. One day you will get the Lamaris playlist. That's what I'm going to put it as, the Lamaris. Because <laughs> it's so fucking long, bro. But did you really go there? Yeah. 
You should have signed me a 300. Bro, you kept saying, bro, same playlist. Bro, bro same playlist. I said, me. bro. I got too too much just in. Teddy sent me maybe Teddy. not even twenty songs. Teddy. This nigga sent me two pages and a half of songs. Teddy, I told this man, I said, look, I got too many songs on the list, bro. Just send it, I fix it. I'm like, alright. I got to fixing it, then I was just like, you know what? Fuck this nigga playlist. I get to it when I get to it. It's just that long. Teddy. Why did man hang on playlist? It's too long, brother. Ain't nobody driving that much. Tell, tell me that ain't a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> a lot. Man got a right. eight, two pages and a half. It's just eighty-two songs. Exactly. That's five hours. So if I decide, me, and, so if me and my lady decide, if we decide to go to, if we decide to go to Panama, nigga, she is destined alone. That's five hours or what? Put it on hit play. Don't judge me. Playlist was originally made to be that day. Y'all can start judging me. It coming, bro. I don't know when, but it gonna come. Oh, both of y'all forget to cut your toenail. Y'all can stop judging me. I mean, we gonna get, get you. get on out there. I ain't fooled with you. We gonna get you in there, but as ain't always, no my playlist. My shit ride. This the DSA podcast. Hip hop, country music, R and B. A lot. And you, I, I'm gonna keep before we get out. I'm gonna tell you the problem I had with your playlist, right? I ran into a wall, right? I might have. Like some, it'll be a couple songs in a row, right? It'd be like, yeah, yeah, then they drop. Now that shit might be Stevie Wonder. Isn't she love? Yeah, <laughs> after that, it might be Lil John. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you can't put them bitches in your playlist. But it, <laughs> in my playlist. I get it, okay. But it, y'all will get it. Ain't it what it's supposed to be? Yeah, yeah. It's my playlist. You're going to get some Darius Rucker, Beers and Sunshine on that motherfucker. That's my karaoke song. Y'all don't know that. I'm going to let you hear it when we go out there. You ain't never heard. I'm going to let you hear it when we Hey, go man. Out there. As always, this is the DSA Podcast. And we are out.